2: Bill Belichick perhaps walking off the field in New England for the final time as the Patriots head coach. Mike Florio, what do we know? Well, the expectation, Ahmed, is a split after 24 years. Now, whether it's a termination or a mutual parting, that remains to be seen. It's highly unlikely that he will be traded to another team. Where does he go next? The Commanders are a team to watch. And remember this, there are 14 teams left. One of these teams that lose in the postseason, they might decide, we've got the roster, we just need the coach, and that coach... Might be Bill Belichick. I can't do the Pick Panthers. It's so good. It's so good as we do investigative work. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Jilly. All right. So that was Florio on Sunday night. It's official this morning. And what a day, Hugh, was the last, what, 18 hours or so? Pete Carroll. A lot of coaching jobs up for hire. up Up for grab. Nick Saban retires in college football, the greatest college football coach of all time. And this morning, and we were waiting for it, it was, you know, it was just a matter of time, how they wanted to craft their like statement and then like their parting of the yeah. ways or mutual nonsense. The Patriots have moved on from Bill Belichick, who I believe is the greatest football coach of all time. And then people like to pretend that Bill Belichick's not good because they don't like him now. He's a great coach. And that was interesting. So Sunday night, Mike Florio said, Yeah, he mentioned some teams that had openings already, but maybe a team that has a coach that's in the playoffs could choose to move on. That was one little piece of evidence. Mm-hmm. How about this? Yesterday, Diana Rossini on with Dan Lebertard. Here's what she said about maybe a playoff team opening up their coaching spot.
3: I can tell you, Stu. Yes. There are teams out there that have a coach in place. Right. They, they've already told everybody, like, this, this is our
2: guy. And maybe some of these teams are still playing. Maybe they're not. Who had conversations yesterday after Mike Rible was fired huh. about moving on from their current head coach. Teams. <laughs> teams. Not just a team, teams. Let's add one more to that, all right? Josina Anderson this morning. This is her tweet. I'm told there is no lead candidate with the Patriots. We're not to say who might be there. And then, obviously, Belichick's future. Here's how she ended her tweet. I still believe there are at least, at least, two teams worth monitoring for potential change at the chief coaching spot. Just call it a head coach. As we head into getting playoff results. She believes there are, So we went from Florio saying one, but that maybe a playoff team, Diana Rossini saying multiple playoff teams, and now there's at least two this morning playoff teams Hugh, that could move on from their current coach for this crop. And and I I do think the Eagles need to consider this. Right, if they're on the fence about Sirianni's future, this might be the greatest coaching free agent class ever: Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, if he wants to coach, Ben Johnson.
4: There's A lot of good coaches
2: out there. Uh, it man. doesn't happen like usually. There's one, right? Like one big name. There's like five.
4: That's a, there's a lot of good coaches. And you know, here's the thing about the coaching carousel, especially this year, is fluid. It's like if you had an opportunity, and I think one of the teams that they're talking about upgrading is the
2: Dallas Cowboys. I agree I with that. you.
4: If you if you have an opportunity to get, say, for instance, in this situation, I would say the 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 comparison I'm going to use is is say uh, uh, Rudolph, John Gruden. Mm. And the reason why I use John Gruden because he was one of the coaches that had a pretty quick turnaround as far as getting the team to the Super Bowl. If you felt in your heart of hearts that there was a guy out there, no matter what you felt about the current coach that could get this team in the right direction, I think you would be foolish not to even entertain that that thought, that thought process. I understand what it is to be loyal and and go with somebody that you you had the gut feeling that they're going to be a good coach which I think coach Sirianni is but at the same time if you felt that there was a guy that you that there was it was almost a guarantee that that he was going to get you to the promised land and win it I think you would you would at least entertain that that conversation
2: uh, I there's no doubt in my mind and you know, I think I believe the Eagles have to be thinking about that And
4: that's not me and, and and let me be clear that's not me hoping or wishing that Coach Sirianni gets fired. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I'm being logical in this situation. I think I, I try to be logical and most of the times when I'm on the station I'm thinking about what I'm thinking. If you have so many good coaches that have pedigree. Now, Coach Vrabel, I don't know if he's in the same category as like a Pete Carroll or a Bill Belichick. I don't know about that. But if you have somebody that, that's a motivator, and to be honest, when when Grudall got the job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he wasn't that guy. He became that guy when he coached that team. That That's the point that I'm making. If you got a guy that you feel that's going to get these pieces that you have rowing all in the right direction,
2: I think you consider that because for whatever reason, all these pieces ain't rolling in the same direction. That that bucks comparison, 215-592-9494 to hop in here. As we discussed, Monday night, Do you expect the Eagles to win. And do you think this coaching class, and it really is unique, I mean th- – I don't think I've ever seen anything like this where this many accomplished coaches, right? And I agree with you, Hugh. Vrabel's not, you know, in terms of his career on the, that level, but he's, in other years, he'd be the number one candidate by a mile. He, he's, he's one coach of the year. Like, he's a good coach. So the, the Bucks comparison, Hugh, is a really interesting one. You know why? That team was in a Super Bowl window, and you know what they realized? It wasn't going to last very long. Right? I'm trying to remember that. I think that Bucks team, if I remember correctly, 99, they went to the title game, played the Rams, and lost. Uh, 2000, they lost to you guys. Oh, one, one they lost to you guys. Right, there was like They kept getting close, and they were good, but they had all those defense players, uh, Sapp and Barb, like all those guys, right? They weren't getting any younger, and they realized, like, shoot, we got to go win this thing now, and then they went and got Caruden, and they won it, unfortunately, at the Eagles' expense in 2 the Eagles have to. I, if I'm Jeff Lurie, I'm thinking about this. This window I have is not going to stay open for seven years or eight years. I'm going to have to strike while they're hot. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll throw this to the mix as well. Should the Eagles factor this in? It's not just about hey, do we like Nick Sirianni? Yeah, Nick Sirianni might be decent. He might be okay. Whatever. But if they are, if they're on the fence, especially if they don't win Monday. I mean, this has to factor in. Like, how often will you get this crop of coaches you could bid on? And by the way, Hugh said it, you could let Bill Belichick get to the Cowboys. I can't let that happen. What or the have commanders. I done to
5: deserve this?
2: No, no. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating coaching search around the NFL, and we'll see if the Eagles are involved. But, Kyle, what do you make of it? I mean, that's three insiders hearing things about multiple playoff teams. Like, we we could all say the Cowboys. That's obvious. Yeah. But if there's more than one, that makes you wonder.
0: It does, and like if you follow the thread of of what they're saying, it's like teams that have the roster but don't have the coach. So like I know we've heard a little bit that like Todd Bowles might be on the way out if the Bucs don't win, but I don't view the Bucs as having the roster, no. just needing the coach. I don't think that's the case with like you know I think Dan Campbell's safe. I think the only two teams you can really look at that that fit this entire narrative are the Eagles and the Cowboys. Just has to be. I agree.
2: And the Cowboys one, yeah, that one we've that you felt that for years. But the Eagles one suddenly comes into focus. The
0: other thing is, like, think about the fascination that this organization has with like the Patriot Way. Bringing Matt Patricia in, they wanted Josh McDaniels. I mean, the Patriot Way guy is out there right now.
2: Well, he created the Patriot Way. (laughs) Well, so let's be real. I mean, Jeff Lurie is a Boston guy who bid on the Patriots before he got the Eagles. He's pro- I mean, he's probably watched that thing from afar for years.
4: I think the one thing that Woo! we're missing here is, like, I i hear what you're saying. In, in these coaches, Bill Belichick is going to get another bite. Of, the of course. People. But I think that when you look at what the Eagles have done in the past, they've kind of gone younger and somebody who can relate more to the kids in the locker room. Now, with that being said, I, I like Coach Belichick because I remember what he was when when I was in New York. And he was there and, and a lot of the things that I did not understand as a young player I do understand I, I did understand as I got older mm. but I, I think that part of the reason why he's having the 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 problems that he's having now is there's a little bit of a disconnect between him and the younger players, so I think that there has to be uh, a connection there that that you have to have and establish when you, if you want these young players to roll in the same direction you want them to all going.
2: It's fair. I also think he's failed as a GM. Like I still think he could coach. And look, Andy fell to four and twelve his last year here, and he went to Kansas City and look what happened. Sometimes a, a great coach has a bad run, and they figure it back out. The Belichick thing's fascinating. I do think the Eagles need to. Think about this as they make a decision on 9 Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. That's how you hop in. Do you expect the Eagles to win? And of course all the coaching stuff out there and as it pertains to Eagles. Jeff in Wilmington. What's up, Jeff? What's up, guys? How we doing, buddy? What are you thinking today? Joe,
3: so you're gonna need a nap after this show. You're really working hard. You're cultivating this uh Expect, expectation of a win thing.
2: I, I could um, see it, Jeff. Like, I, have, I have the vision Monday night of a very ugly 1917 Eagles victory.
3: Well, I'm more on the side of Hugh right now. Just think about this. The one game we won in the last six, their quarterback is probably down in the Pine Barrens right now. I mean, we barely beat the Giants that one game. And they haven't shown, shown anything. And some of those games were playoff type games where they could have kept the second seed, and at one point they were still in line for the number one seed had things fallen uh, their way. And the fact that they just rolled over, I mean, they literally rolled over against these crap teams. I, I can't see them. I'm side-eyeing them right now. I, I'm, I'm like, you got to show me the baby, like you said. And right now, the baby they have is the one that Lois had in Goodfellas. And she was borrowing it to get the dope from some place to another. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all this is. Yeah, Jeff, that's
2: that's a fun cop. Well, they they don't they have no evidence. They've shown us. I, I'm with you on this, Jeff. Over the no. past five weeks. But that being said, this a team is not only what they were the last five weeks. Like that's the most I recent. And I, I do think like we're we're living it. I do think sometimes we 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 go too far with the idea of this is, this is who they are now. Like, it is a full season. And I think back to you know, the Ravens 2012, the Colts 06, they stunk down the
3: stretch, and then they rallied. So it could happen. At first part of the season, I was, I was, you know, I was like you. I was just like, hey, they're a good team. They're, they're, a win is a win. But then I started coming around the Hughes way of thinking, like, man, maybe maybe they're just not, maybe they're not that good. Maybe there's a reason why they're losing these games. And it's not just because they don't think they're that important. Because that's kind of what the Dallas Goddard was saying the other day. Like, well, we were just gonna, you know, we're just kind of waiting around for the playoffs. To start. that's not a good way to be, man. When you're when you're struggling. Yeah, well, it,
2: it's it opens up a can of worms to like, is that the thinking? Uh, and, and can and can you flip the switch? Jeff, we appreciate it. I mean, Hugh, that's that's what we all kind of wondered yesterday when we heard Dallas here. Let's hear it again. Dallas got it with us yesterday. He made some comments after the game Sunday about how kind of maybe mentally waiting for the playoffs. Asked him like, hey, what did you mean by that? Here's what Dallas said. And it does open up to, hey, you know, have they been mentally all there the last few weeks? Here's Dallas got it yesterday with us.
1: We always say we never look ahead in the schedule and we want to take it day by day. And that's exactly what we want to do. Um, But, you know, we had that hard stretch in the middle of the season. And, uh, you know, whether it was outside noise or, you know, you look at the schedule before the season and notice um, what looks like easy games at the end of the season, games that, you know, we expected to win without doing
2: anything. Hugh, that yesterday caught a lot of people's attention because it does open up the idea that for whatever reason, they weren't mentally where they needed to be the last few weeks.
4: That's not good, Joe. And I understand we're trying to wrap our mind around, around this and, and make it a uh,
6: good
2: thing. Yeah, but
6: that's see the, not see the good. the Of course that, it's not good.
4: Like, there are certain things that I understand that the game has evolved and the game has changed, but there are certain things that, that, should never change, in my opinion, and and one of them is never overlook your opponent, regardless of who it is, you know, because the the, the opponent you overlook is the same one that could beat you on any given Sunday. That's why they call it the movie Any Given Sunday for a reason.
2: By the way, that's a good movie. You see that one? Yeah, Any Given Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it, I feel like it's been lost to like movie sports movie talk over the years. It's just it's it's really good. Yeah, it is. It really is. But that's the point. You can't
4: overlook anybody. These are all professional teams, and no matter how. Fans want to look at it and say this team is garbage or that team is garbage. All of those teams have professional athletes on, the, on there that work their butt off to get to the level that they're at. And on any Sunday, you can lose to one of those teams. So I, I, I don't subscribe to overlooking anybody because you don't want to be that squad, especially a good squad like the Eagles are, that loses to a bad team and then have to ask, answer a bunch of questions about why you lost to this team.
2: So while I don't like it, and while I do think it's a poor reflection on Nick Sirianni, it does give me some thought. It, at least it, it triggered in my mind, maybe they don't stink as much as they look like they stink the last couple of weeks. It, did they just show up thinking they're going to win, and then obviously you can't do that, and they lost? Because the alternative is they stink. That's the alternative. Like, they tried their hardest against the Giants, and that's the way they looked. Now, that, that would be alarming. I mean, it's all alarming. But the bottom line is I do expect them to go on Monday night and respond. If they have any pride in that locker room, they're going to play a good game on Monday. I mean, they could still lose, right? It's, it's the NFL. They're not 12-point favorites. They're three-point favorites. But if they have any pride, and I do believe they have a lot of pride in that locker room between Kelsey and BG and Hurts, I think they're going to go win this game on Monday. I expect it. 2 5 94 Hugh does not. He's in the Hope Camp. I expect him to win. Will is in the Northeast. Hey, Will. Gentlemen, how y'all doing? What's up, Will?
7: Oh man, listen, I respect both you guys so much, man. Um, I enjoy calling y'all show, but uh, you know, um, Hugh, man, you know what? Um, I, I like it that you keep it real, Joe. I love the, you know, the the, the fight in you. Um, but but this is where it come all down to, and I think you're gonna like this, Hugh. It comes down to either the Eagles gonna go home and get their shine box. <laughs> or they're going to do like Joe Pesci to the guy who holding that start burying these teams. Now go okay? get your
6: shine box. <laughs> <laughs> you little much you. I told you that you wasn't going to lose no more. <laughs> if, that's
4: a, if, that, if that's a bad analogy, I like that. I love that, that one. Was, that was a good one. You
7: know, but, a good one. Um, no, man, but for real, man, it's, it's do a die time, man. You know, like I said, we, we don't want to be home watching the playoffs and, and watching somebody else, you know, go to the Super Bowl like, we still got to run in this, you know, and I know, I know this is what I want to say also. Year after year after year, two times we went to the uh, playoffs. Well, this is three times in a row. Everybody doubted us. Nobody thought they was going to see us in the playoffs. We was in the playoffs in the fourth. I mean, the third year we went to the Super Bowl. So this is our fourth time, sorry, in the playoffs, right? So we've got to keep doing what we've been doing. What they need to do is take a page out of that Arizona playbook, right? As far as the offense, for the first two quarters, they mixed it up. They was doing uh, uh, motion in the backfield. They was calling audibles. They had, you know, uh, Jalen was taking a handoff. And, you know, the, the defense was confused because you know why? We wasn't a one-dimensional formation anymore. You know what I'm saying? And they take a little piece from the Tampa when we beat them the first time. Mm-hmm. Now, mix all them in the pot. Baby, we got a chance to not only walk through them, but walk our way into the Super Bowl. But it all it's all about the fighting the dog. And the and the dog with the biggest bite, that's who gonna go to the Super Bowl, baby. And that's us. And we've been proving it year and season after season. And this a still baby. Yeah, put that music. There show. it is, Will. Guess what, right, baby. We back. We back. Monday is gonna show and guess what? We gonna keep it moving. I hope so. Monday is gonna be the first step, baby. But you know, and I appreciate it. You know, all the true fans, and like I said, I'm going down with the ship. There we go,
2: Will. As you should. You know what? We're, pl- we're like the band in the Titanic. We're going right down with this thing, Will. Except they're going to win on Monday. Then we'll see about next week. But you know what? Will, Will obviously is on the positive side of it. I just, I think we have gone a little bit too far to the idea that they are the team we've seen the last few weeks. They're all of it. They're the team that was 10-1, and and they're the team. That the teller two things. Yeah, but what, but what, what are they in total? They're average. So are the Bucks. See, I think most of the most of
4: the issues that this team is having are a lot of a lot of them are, are I want to say I guess mental. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think so. Yeah. I, I feel I feel like a lot of the issues are want to issues. And what I mean by that is they don't want to do what's asked of them. You know, you see, perfect example. We talked about last week how when you talk about on parallel, the the amount of plays this defense has played as opposed to the Baltimore Ravens defense, about the same, probably a couple a percentage point, a little different, but the difference is the desire and the want to. That team is the number one seed in the AFC. Played a lot of football, but the way that they've been playing, you wouldn't think it because there's a desire there. When you when you're happy with your job and and you're at work and you love what you do. Like, for instance, being here, the day goes fast. And, we, you know, sometimes we talk about, damn, the day went so fast. Yeah. We, we talk for hours, ago, it goes fast. When you enjoy what you do, it's not work. And, and I, I'm blessed to say that I only had a few jobs in, in, in my whole life. I only had a few jobs. And, and the way I categorize them are, are times when you just, you know, it's a grind. It's not a grind when you enjoy doing what you're doing. And for whatever reason, for this team, the way that they talk, they try to be positive, but it feels like it's a grind for them. You know, Because you hear a lot of people on the outside that say, who was it yesterday? Uh, Chris Long said it doesn't look like it's fun to yeah. go to work.
2: And the whole season has felt like a grind for them. Even when they yes. were winning, they, they didn't feel like they were having fun. Yes,
4: it's been a grind to go to work. I remember my first game back in Philadelphia when I had my vacation in Jacksonville. Unfortunately, I got hurt. But I just remember how, how much fun it was to be back in the city of Philadelphia. Be back with some people that I genuinely cared about. To be in a city that I I genuinely wanted to to play hard for, so it, it's one of those things where it wasn't work. And like I said, unfortunately, I got hurt that first game. But still, I, that feeling was so different than than playing in in Jacksonville. It really, really was, and I never forget that. That that's when you when you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. That's what I was always told, and that's kind of the mantra that I've always gone by. And it doesn't feel like that was the case for this
2: Eagles team. I do wonder what the message will be from Sirianni this week. We already know it's the 0-0 o o thing. But I wonder if he plays into ha- – let's have some fun. Like, everyone's left us for dead anyway. I mean, the Eagles have been left for dead in terms of the NFL playoffs. I, I bet when you-, when you look up – and they might be out now. Like, everyone puts out their full postseason predictions. NFL.com sure has them. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to make a prediction. This is not a bold one. It's just a prediction. Zero – you will find zero people nationally that have the Eagles going back to the Super Bowl. Not one. Zero. They've been left for dead. So maybe they could use this for at least this game Monday as a little rallying cry. We're the defending NFC champions, and everyone assumes we are cooked. It is over. I think that could be used Monday night to channel one more good night. Again, this team still has really good players. Jalen Hurts is a really good player. A.J. Brown is a really good player. The offensive line has really good players. They've been left for dead. And I do expect them for at least one night on Monday to channel that, use that, and go beat a Bucks team that has less good players. 215, 592, 94, 94. That's how you hop in. A lot to discuss here. Do you expect the Eagles to win this game on Monday as we get closer and closer to the kickoff of a playoff game? What a weird playoff week it's been. And should the Eagles factor in this incredibly accomplished coaching, you know, crop in terms of Belichick, Vrabel, Jim Harbaugh, into their decision on Nick Sirianni, I believe they have to. And we'll discuss what this game Monday will mean for the future of the franchise, good or bad. 215-592-9494. It's the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're a caregiver
4: in the Philadelphia or Lehigh Valley areas looking after a loved one, reach out to my friends out of Best today. When you call 1-800-HOME-CARE, a live onboarding specialist will assist you in the hiring process. Ameribest offers daily pay, performance bonuses, reward programs, and more to support their caregivers. Let Ameribest take care of you so you can focus on what matters most, caring for your loved one. Call Ameribest today at 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit AmeribestHomeCare.com forward slash radio. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Wait a minute! What's this song? What is this? You don't not, know this? not Taylor Swift. This mm-hmm. one's not Taylor nope.
2: Swift. Do you know who this is Joe? I don't.
4: Steely Dan. Oh, I did, I did not know that.
2: Never heard this. What one? is this song? It, it sounds a little.
4: It's called
0: okay. "Dirty Work." Oh, okay. Is dirty that
2: what work. we're doing here? Well, a little dirty work. Are we asking the Eagles to do some dirty work. <laughs>
0: Or maybe not? Uh, uh, it, it's a different kind of dirty
2: work. Oh, I got you. All right, 215-592-9494 is how you hop aboard. As we discussed, if you expect the Eagles to win this game on Monday, I do. I expect a victory in large part because I think the Buccaneers stink. Baker Mayfield, although he had a nice season, is not a very good quarterback. Let's just be real about it. And he's banged up. They didn't score a touchdown last week against the 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 2-15 or whatever they are, Panthers. And sometimes we get caught up in our issues. The Bucks have issues. They beat one playoff team this year. Their head coach, eh, he's, he's just fine. Todd Bowles is a good defensive mind. He's never been a good head coach in terms of winning anything significant. Zero playoff wins. And I do believe the Eagles, <clears throat> excuse me, have enough pride in that locker room to get it together for one week. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. And of course, should the Eagles consider this coaching class, all these guys out there when making a big picture decision on Siri? Let's get some phone calls and then want to throw out a, a thought on really the importance of Monday in a lot of different ways and, and what's really best for the franchise. Terrence is up on WIP. What's up, Terrence?
6: Huge, Joe Carl. What's up, man? What's up? Terrence, what's how up, we man? doing, Terrence? Uh, not good. But bear with me. I got a lot to say, man. Okay. I, got to get off my, I got to get off my chest. First of all, I'm going to address – that's my boy, man. But somebody needs to go test him. Make sure he ain't smoking something, man, for him to stay.
4: And wrong with smoking, dog. Not That's me.
6: some loser. Uh, he, might, he might be smoking something more, more than, you know what I'm talking about, more than that. <laughs> for you to say you were 10-1 and 1 and you said, okay, let's forget about the number one seed. Let's just go in here and give a half effort and lose all these games. Forget about number one seed. We don't want that. That's bull crap. What are you talking about, God? That's loser mentality, bro. Like, what are you talking about? And and I feel like for Brian Johnson, I hope he gets that Carolina job because he needs to get out of here. Because I feel like I feel like he's a yes man to Jalen. I feel like he don't hold Jalen accountable, him or Sirianni. Here goes small analogy. I feel like Jalen Hurts is the, is a uh, probably the rapper or the family with all the money and all the yes men around him, kind of like Meek Mill and Drake when they put out some trash music, and the, and his boys are like, oh yeah man, that's hot. Knowing there's some hot garbage. Jalen has been playing like garbage lately, and I feel like nobody's holding him accountable. Yeah, we, we don't need hype men. We need coaches. We don't need, we need hype men. coaches. Yeah. Exactly, Joe. And, and I feel like that's what's wrong with today's, today's athletes. Nobody can't tell them when they're playing like trash or they going to get offended. They want to get in their feelings. I feel like, back in the, I feel like when Hugh played, and those guys, you never, you're, you're able to tell a guy when he's not playing good, and he take that and he go out and he harder. You feel me? I feel, like, I feel like that's what the guys did back in the day. These little prima donnas these days, give me a break. And I heard I heard Leslie talking yesterday saying that Jalen Hurts, she's trying to blame you, Joe. Like it's my fault. Yeah, I, 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 it's ten and
2: one to where they are now. It's my fault.
6: Look, I love Leslie as a caller, but Joe ain't on the field, man. Hurts is on the field. AJ Brown's on the field. The on the field. Those Eagles players, they're on the field. Joe ain't on no field, man. So like, me with that stuff. And you, would,
2: and you would know it if I was on the field. You'd pick it out in a second. That guy doesn't belong out
6: there. Get him out. Absolutely. And I feel like people will think I'm crazy, but I feel like when Mariota came in, to his, his, his legs Oh, no, freshers. Terrence, don't do that. His legs look better. His legs look better. His legs look fresher. Oh, when you we look at Jalen Hurts running, he looks like he's running in quicksand. He looks like he's running like, in sand, and like he's taking down inside, inside the grass. Uh, Mariana looked like he has a little pep in his step when, when he's doing a running plays, And I, it hurts when he's running on the sidelines. He can't see the people open in the middle of the field. You can't see him. Yeah, he's got to put Terrence. All that
2: being said, do you expect to win?
6: To, uh, Kyle asked me this, and he said, if I had to put money on it. And the last two weeks when I put money on these guys, they blew it for me. They blew a $13,000 parlay. And they were
4: the only team that lost. Oh yeah, you and your so, feelings about
6: that. So what I'm going to oh. do this week? No, I'm going to do this week, guys. What are you gonna do you got I'm going to be the smart, better. I'm going to put a bet on the Eagles winning, and I'm going to put a bet on the Eagles winning. Isn't that called hedging your bet? It's called hedging. Yeah. You got to do it with these guys because you don't know what you're going to. So, get. Terrence, let me give
2: you some advice. I'm, I'm going to give you a, uh, like how I would do it if I was doing it that. Terrence, I think if there's if the Eagles win, which I do think they're going to, it's going to be a close close game. But if it goes bad. I could see them rolling over and getting blown out. If so they lose to I would, Baker I, would I would bet it. I would bet it Eagles close, like a money line type of thing. But then Yo. like, if you're taking the buck side, you know, bet them like to win by 10 or something.
6: Yo, if they lose to Baker Mayfield, a team that could barely beat the Carolina Panthers. Some people got to go. Sorry. Oh, of course.
2: Yes. People got to go if that happens. Terrence, man, we appreciate the phone call. So Terrence is hedging there. Hedging his bet.
4: Ain't nothing wrong with that.
2: But I, well, there yeah. is. You know, you don't want to be a hedger. Well, I you, mean, you want you want to be convicted.
4: Well, I mean, you if when you bet money, you want to you know bet both sides, you know, so you can win
2: either way. Well, but you got to bet it smart if you do that. Otherwise, yeah. you could you could ultimately actually lose both ways. You know,
4: it's funny when he said that.
2: When when he said we can't lose the Baker Mayfield, I
4: swear that sounds eerily uh, familiar, similar to something I heard a few weeks ago. You can't lose to Drew Lock. Not yeah. Well, that that one. And the one that I think was really in my head was, we can't lose to Kyler Murray. Did yeah. we hear that? Maybe. Kyler, Murray's better than Drew Locke. Yeah, Kyler's good. Yeah, but we, no, I'm sorry. It was, we can't lose to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. And they did. <laughs> they did. I, I am just like, we're, we're going down the same path with some of the same stuff. But that this we're is
2: a little different. It's a little different being a 12-point home favorite and maybe overlooking a team the way Goddard told us. First, like, this is a playoff game. I, I have to imagine this is a focused Eagles team on Wait Monday. Wasn't Todd Bowles the coach when they lost to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers a couple he years ago? He was their defense coordinator. Okay, he was a D yeah. coordinator. Okay, but also that Bucs team was better than the
3: Eagles. Yeah, yeah. They had, Tom Tom Brady. Brady. yeah they had Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, they were they were a better team than the Eagles. Were, were big underdogs that game. And in, in this game, they are certainly you know they're not underdogs. They're, they're again they're favorites in the game, and the line is moving towards the Eagles. It opened at two and a half, and it's now up to three. So so uh, there's not just me or other people out there. A lot of people seem to believe and, and feel they're gonna win this game. Two one five, five nine two, ninety four nine for happy Ron is uh Ron and Mako has been very happy this week as the Eagles demise is uh is making him uh, feel uh, pretty good. What's up, Ron? Uh,
1: well that's not true. Well you that's said you got a little pep
2: in true. your step. I feel it. Uh, hey Hugh.
1: Yes. Well done. Well done. You're 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 driving right past that dunking bonus, dude. And Joe's sitting there trying to taunt you to pull in, get in line, and get all them goodies. What's one extra ride? donut, Ron?
2: Right At this point, what is one extra donut?
1: Come on. Huh? No, At he ain't point, for it.
2: I'm just hey. saying, like, one more win, one more week. What's Ron. one extra donut? You know, you
4: know, Ron, I can't stand you right now.
2: <laughs>
1: You know that <laughs> that dude, you're holding tough right now. I'm waiting to see when the knees start buckling in another hour. Hey, you know what? Those you knees,
4: know? <laughs> listen, since
1: I've been going to QC Kinetics, yeah. those knees don't buckle I'm like they used to. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> listen. I don't mean to let loose, on you cheerios, guys. You're putting, a, <laughs> but you know, you're kind of putting a cart before the horse. You're talking about Gruden's and Belichick. Yes. You know, and God knows who else. You know, you. You've got to start with the conversation. What is the ivory tower? And how are you going to do? And this is the time. I'll tell you, man, Chip Kelly ruined this, this place. He ruined that owner. I mean, is he never been right after Chip Kelly. Well, they, been, Ron, they have been to two Super Bowls
2: and one once since then.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, they have. Okay. Yeah, forget look about how all we've done it. Look, look how we've done it. Okay? Look how, how it's worked out. I mean, come on. How he how he made listen, I'll give Harry credit for when Chip Kelly left, Howie fixed a lot of problems. Okay? And then he marched on, got a Super Bowl, okay, and then nosedive. I made complete nosedive. And that's what we don't want to happen here. Okay? And that's what's about to happen. So can we get the owner to be the owner that I used to really respect? He was a good owner, man. He tried. You knew he was trying. You know his first, his first handful of years, he was feeling his way around, and he was starting to get it. And and and, and then this happened with the, you know, with, with Lance and Peters, and and so so we got to pray and get, pray for you know Christmas just passed, but pray for early Christmas that these guys come to their senses and get a real coaching staff in here. And then we're going to go back where we need to be. Because these guys, they find every landmine in town. You know what I mean? I mean, they step on it all the time. This team has got a lot of holes in it, Joe. The, more
2: than a lot. I mean, they have an entire defense. I mean, they got a lot stone. of holes, man. I know. I, they have a lot of work to do to, to
1: fix the defense. If, if, if you take, Joe, if you take, look, let's figure, okay, Blueberry, he's done, right? You know he's gone, right? you got two rookies up front. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with them. You've got no linebackers. You have no defense. Oh, um, uh, That's a sore spot for Hugh. Your defense is a luxury. I'm sorry, yeah. Hugh. I didn't No, no, that. you're
4: fine. You're fine. You're on a, you're on a roll, Ron. You're on a roll. You got it. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: He's been waiting uh-huh. on that I'll, one since we'll the we'll, summer.
1: One day I'm going to let you take that statement back, Hugh. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate it. I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah. we're, uh-huh.
2: we're testing the limits of defense and luxury when teams just march up and down the field against this group.
1: I think I think that they can win. I, I do think that they can. But they got to get their heads out of you-know-where. I mean these, these guys. I think what they're doing is they're trying to they're they're trying to get rid of these coaches. That's what that's what I think. Pl- you here. mean the players? The players? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And Goddard, please, please don't ever go near a microphone again. No, 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 no. Well, I'm don't right back here, right, good. Ron. We,
2: we love you, man. We appreciate. You. Well, don't Ron. listen to Ron. Now, Dallas. Uh, we love having Dallas on. He's what, and we expect they to have him on next week. week. He, he ain't coming on. Oh, he, no, I believe he will. No, Dallas he is a a great guest, and no, he and he's. Hugh, I, I Dallas has a uh, uh you know, he's agreed to come on during the season. I expect yes. him to come on. You expect him? Sure, why not? I don't think he's going Well, that I mean that's his choice, but I expect <laughs> him to come on. Um and he Give can more answer- hope or expect Goddard to come that's on I was gonna say
4: I, Goddard, expect Goddard. It. Yeah. I expect it. I hope he comes on. I don't, know. I, don't, on, man. Yeah. I don't know how that played in the locker room. Well,
3: that, but I don't he, know
0: how that played at the Novocare. Well, they, he chose to say what he Maybe he did it on purpose. It could be like a muzzled version of Goddard next week. Well, but he'll that, he'll be in attendance.
2: Yeah, I can't. That I have no impact on. I can't. I can't but as How long he as wants here, to answer the questions, that's his decision. As long I mean, as got he's like, here, that's all that matters.
0: There's like a thing over the loudspeaker like, Dallas Goddard, please report <laughs> to Jeffrey Lloyd's office.
2: Please report to the office. How often did you hear that one, Hugh? Hugh Douglas, please report to the office. I got in trouble for a few things that I said. Uh, during their that does not event. shock me. <laughs> yeah, I've got in
4: trouble for a few things because I, I'm I let them fly. You know, people call it being you know childish. I like I like to use the word petty. Petty. I like. It I sounds a like little bit
2: more adult because while like, you're
4: being childish No, that's what I'm saying. Well, because it's like you're not just gonna say I'm a, I'm if you call a big dog off the porch, big dog coming off the porch. So yeah, I got called in the office a few times, and they were I understood what was being said to me. You know, and I'm like, okay, I, I'll try. I get called. Like, I've gotten called in the office here since I've been here a few times. And sometimes I get phone calls, and I'm surprised that I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> but it's about something else. So, yeah, I, get, I, get, I still get those. You and have? Hugh Douglas just keeps working. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's what he does. I, I got a phone call yesterday from the boss, and I was like, oh, I thought I was in trouble. But I wasn't. I was surprised.
2: <laughs> You're to <gonna> have that <laughs> sound effect. Uh-oh. It, was, it was, about was about going something to else. the office.
4: <laughs> But this is the thing with me. I am comfortable. I know who I am. And I'm comfortable with that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be a guy that's gonna be right there on the line until somebody sends me a text saying, Hey man, you know back off the line. I'm a I'm gonna be I'm a be I'm that guy. I'm gonna be right there on the line. And and if you know, if nobody called it, I'm good for that day. To that day. Then tomorrow we'll Tomorrow's a new with, day. We'll <laughs> see what
2: tomorrow bro. Just that's like we, Monday. new day for the Eagles. Yeah. It's a new day. And I expect them to I, I, and i I can't believe it deep down. like I do believe it, but I can't believe I'm here now, that I've gotten to this point after the way I felt about this team most of the year because I wasn't sold they were as good as their record, and then I've just been just disgusted watching the last five weeks. But I think they're going to win this game on Monday, and I expect it. They are better than Tampa. They are a favorite in Tampa. I don't take that coach and quarterback seriously. They're, they're just blah. They're not – like when I think of a playoff team, I, I can't take seriously – Baker Mayfield and See, Todd
4: Bowles. You know what you're doing. You're you're, you're talking yourself into something that I, I think is 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 potentially kind of dangerous. You're telling yourself that Baker Mayfield has not been playing pretty decent the last couple of weeks. He
2: has, but he's hurt right now. Yes, he's banged he up, and so is Jalen to an extent. But I just watched. I watched that game Sunday, and he couldn't throw the ball accurately to save his life.
4: Yes, and and the thing about that is this: you're playing a team that. More than likely, you're not going to have to throw the ball that much against. Like, like to be realistic, you're probably not going to have to throw. You're going to throw it to keep keep the keep pace, but you're not going to have to throw it as much as you're. Like, I feel like you feel that this is going to be like a twenty to thirty no passing no actually
2: attempt game. I think the opposite. I, I think it's going to be a very low scoring game. Yeah, and with that being oh, said – oh yeah the low passing attempt game yeah yes, I do. With That being said, that play to me that kind of plays. Into Tampa's hands, maybe, but more it, it so. keeps the game close. You're not gonna you're not gonna get routed by 40 when a team's running the ball. Yeah, it, yeah. it moves the clock right? it keeps the game close. Yeah, this
4: most playoff games or they don't go like like most regular season games because they are a little bit more contested because everybody's a – the 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 thing is everybody's supposed to be a little bit better. Yeah, so it's a little bit tighter.
2: Yeah, plus there is weather involved on Monday. You, it's gonna rain, you, eh? you'll be shocked to find out the Eagles are expected to play <laughs> yeah. in another rain game, which I always think I. I when I think of the Eagles in rain games, I imagine Howard Eskin soaked on the sidelines.
4: He, he wears nice clothes. Though, so I know. Be all
2: right. be does, be does Howard right. carry an umbrella, or does he just uh, let the rain just you know get him all you know soaked and his, his, his headphones and his hair? I wonder. We'll see. We'll see if Howard's got an umbrella Monday night. Let's go to the phone lights here. Ken in sentiment. What's up, Ken?
5: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Good, Ken. What are you feeling today? Well, first of all, I don't know if you can trust any guy, anybody who who doesn't even know who Steely Dan is. I don't no, know no I know, know who
2: Steely Dan is. I, just,
4: I, I didn't know that song. Yeah, the song. I mean, I know Steely, I know uh-huh.
5: Steely Dan too. I, I didn't know that song. So, so you guys, you guys need to come to my house over the summertime, hang out on the deck a little more, listen to some yacht rock, and then you'll be more better. I am okay,
4: uh, or more, more
1: educated with that.
4: Listen, I am okay with yacht rock. I had a producer in Atlanta that went to a yacht rock review. How was that? It was like yacht rock is okay because you, because you know what the fun is. The funny part about it is. You hear it all the time, and you don't know it's yacht rock for the most part. Cause uh, it, now
2: all I need is the yacht. Yeah, you know. it, it's, it's like yeah, it's, like it's, how you called. said your your deck, your patio, not you know your the, yacht. That would have like, been. I mean, that the invitation would have jumped a little the bit more. What's
4: the one song there. you like? pina coladas. That that's a yacht rock song. Getting caught in the Jimmy rain? Buffett. Yes. And a lot of yacht rock people don't like that song. You don't think
0: that's Jimmy
2: Buffett? That, who is that's it? Jimmy Buffett. See, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta hear more yacht rock. No, but rock. but that,
4: they don't like that song because it's. basically- I was thinking about
2: cheeseburgers of paradise. That's Jimmy. Yeah, Buffett. Yeah, that's Jimmy okay. Buffett.
4: But but basically, they don't like that song because it's talking about a dude that's you know talking to his wife or something.
0: Well, they're it's, both. It's, they're it's both Rupert doing Holmes. It. They're, they're yeah. like in correspondence via some like newspaper like a, ad. Yeah, And it, he's going to meet this lady yeah. to cheat yeah, on his yeah,
4: wife. Yeah, they don't like
2: other.
0: Yacht rocker songs don't like that. Yeah,
2: is that a happy ending to that, or are they
5: both mad at the end?
4: I mean, well, that seems a little weird. Before I,
5: move on, before I move on to football, I will point out that it was the wife that was cheating first because she put the ad in the paper. Yes. If saw, you like
6: being And then he My responded to the, the ad. getting yes. caught yeah. in the exactly. rain. I do wonder, how, do you, do you just out wash out your hands
2: of that and move on, or do you, or is, that a, is the relationship over? No, that's, that's a, a weird yeah, thing. A, that thing is a done deal.
0: Well, no, 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 no. That, that re-sparks the relationship. It's like, you're the lady I've been, like, I fell in love with you again. They
2: they they figured out that they actually that's who they yeah, wanted. They're All meant right. for each other. Anyway, Ken, what do you think about the game Monday? <laughs> like
5: Boy, that's some of the best. Fifteen seconds of the best radio you're ever going to hear right there. Um, <laughs> Joe, you got to stop, man. So what what is it in Philadelphia that we feel like everybody else casts off? Cast offs are the answer to whatever we think our problems are. You mean like coaches? Sha- like- everybody. Shaq Leonard was going to be the trip was going to be the ticket to the Super Bowl after the cuts after the Colts benched him and then cut him. And now he looks like a guy who was benched and cut.
2: Yeah, and so move, now yeah.
5: you're, you're you're talking about um, you know Bill Belichick is 80 years old, man. So so he's the guy for the for, for the young guys on this team. He the future is an 80 year old guy. Uh, Mike Vrabel. If you're seriously, if, if you seriously suggest that Mike Vrabel is a more successful head coach in the NFL than Nick Sirianni. Already at this point in Nick Sirianni's career, you have a different definition of success. Don't you think he's done
2: else. more with less? He's, no, he went. Well, he, he went. To, he went to a title game. He went. He went on the road and beat Belichick and Brady, and then he beat the number one seed Ravens with Harbaugh and and Lamar. Yeah, Got, he's g-
5: won two playoff. But wait, games. and the next year, but games. the
2: next year he he earned the number one seed. They lost that first playoff game, and they lost. But right, but he's been in a title game and had a number one seed. with Ryan Tannehill, that's pretty impressive. So, yeah, he was, at the t- he was
5: in the title game because he, he's – I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but he was smart enough to understand the way we're going to win is we're just going to give Derrick Henry the ball every single time right. because nobody wants to tackle him. And if you go back and watch those games and watch all those defensive backs th- throwing themselves at Derrick Henry's feet so that they didn't have to deal with Derrick Henry's body, that was, it was comical to watch. Yeah. And then, you know, they went to Kansas City and they got absolutely housed. Right. So, you know, it's it, I'm not saying Mike Vrabel's a terrible head coach, but to suggest that he's a more successful head coach in the NFL than Nick Sirianni is just incorrect.
2: All right, so before it's we move on, i let you make important. your point on the game. I just want curious what you think. Ken, it, if Sirianni's fired tomorrow, who do you think gets more head coaching interviews and gets hired first, Vrabel or Sirianni?
5: Uh, maybe Sirianni. Listen, listen Ron from Monco, who's just an absolute broad. I hate to say that, but he is. So, so he's going to claim now that he knew James Bradbury was cooked when they signed him in the offseason. <laughs> Come on, just stop. Just stop. But, you know, you talk about, can we finally get a coaching staff in here? Yeah, well, the last coaching staff was so bad that both coordinators are now head coaches in the NFL. And, and, but, but he makes it sound like, you know, it's, it's the Keystone Cops stumbling around here trying to find a coaching staff. And the one thing that Jeffrey Lurie has done really, really well since he's been the owner of this team and and how he has a part of this is identify head coaches and hire head coaches. And probably the worst head coaching hire Jeff Lurie made was Chip Kelly, who was the highest profile of of the hires.
2: And as as bad as it felt, he didn't leave here with a winning record. So it wasn't that bad.
5: Just just remember that when when Nick Sirianni was hired, there were people having, having you know brain aneurysms about the fact that we never even never even interviewed josh mcdaniel and we never even interviewed eric the and look back on it three years later now and aren't we just happy that we never interviewed josh mcdaniel we never interviewed eric Bienemy. i mean we need to we need to stop with this all right? i think what dallas goddard said and i'm sure dallas goddard is having some very close counseling sessions uh, this morning over at the
1: Novacare complex.
5: But Dallas Goddard said what virtually all of us were basically thinking over the last three or four weeks watching this team play, which was they're going through the motions. They didn't take this team seriously. They thought they could just roll it out there and beat them based on talent. We were all thinking that. And what if that's true? <laughs> like what if he just said what happened that we were all thinking watching it? And, you, you know, They they show up in Tampa Monday night, refocused, and and there's there's no better tape for this team to watch than the tape of the game three, uh, the 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 week three game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I mean all they have to do is sit down and watch that tape and remind themselves hey we can do this to these guys yeah can I agree with that I agree
2: I agree with you on this and on that game I thought about that game a lot this morning. You know, If not for a couple weird turnovers, including one where Swift went one way and Hurts threw the other, they probably win that game You know, 32-11, 32. Like they, they could have blown them out that night. They still won by double digits.
5: I'll tell you right now, if this game is a blowout, it is far more likely a blowout with the Eagles winning 35-6 than the other way around. Far more likely that it's an Eagles blowout than it is a Tampa Bay blowout.
2: Ken, good phone call, man. So Ken expects him to win. Ken, Ken's feeling it. 35-6. Thirty-five-six. That's a blowout. Thirty-five-six. That would be a blowout. Would you not? Would you agree? That's a blowout. No, I'm, not saying, just, I'm not predicting thirty-five-six. No, I'm just, I'm just saying I, that I, would be a blowout. How about, how
4: about we score more points than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
2: That you know what? That qualifies I, I'll,
4: I'll, as a victory. That's all I need. All right. But I, I, it just, it blows. Oh, can we be at least somewhat realistic? Like I don't mind. No, no. This is WIP. <laughs> yeah, I <don't laughs> nope. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. The prediction of the Eagles winning because that could happen. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. But can we be a little bit more realistic in our in our point predictions? Can we be? Can we do that at least? Can we do that? Nope. <laughs> because th- this here's the thing that that gets me every day. We we go into a game and we struggle to score points, and we see it every week. We see it. We look at it. We see it every day, every weekend.
2: And then we'll come back during the week, and we'll say, oh, 30-something points. To new week. Week Week-to-week league. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll reset all your phone calls coming up on the Eagles, the coaching stuff around the NFL, should it impact their future decision, and, of course, Monday night to expect a victory. Plus, Eagles made a change their practice schedule. What it could mean why they did it. We'll get into it all. 215-592-9494. Sports Radio 94 WIP.
4: Yes, I'm here to tell you about how Droxy put cut. Not hydroxy put, but hydroxy cut. People are telling me I look good. I look good before I start taking hydroxy cut, but, you know, I'll take it. And it's because of hydroxy cut hardcore. Hardcore results with that potent pol- formula that works delivering maximum energy to drive my workouts in 2024. Hydroxy cut hardcore is available as a pill, drink mixes, or gummies that feature a scientifically researched key weight loss complex designed to deliver the results that I want with a good diet, which I'm on and my great workouts, this is the boost that I've been looking for. Find HydroxyCut Hardcore at your local Walmart, Walmart walmart.com, or visit HydroxyCut.com for a chance to win a trip to the big game in Vegas. That's HydroxyCut. Check it out.
0: Listen to every MLB game live. the
2: deep left center field, it is high, it is
7: far, it is kind.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
7: The Midwest League
0: home run.